for all things spooky spooky happy halloween oh, we're yes. getting closer this is october <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be as excited as i want to be because it's only september 10th yes but also it's coming up quickly yeah the veil's thinned yes if you're new here i'm brick i'm shisha and i'm concerned concerned yeah okay i'm concerned that's fair. Because the veil is very thin. Mm-hmm. It's very thin and things are coming through. There's a lot of weirdo energy in the air. <laughs> weirdo energy? That's you sound like a it. peeping Tom. <laughs> or like one of the flashers, the weirdos. <laughs> I don't know why you said weirdo energy. That's what I think of in my head. Interesting. <sighs> I guess I should call it something else then. A lot of bizarre energy. Is that paranormal better? energy. To say what it is, it's paranormal uh, energy. Uh, fine. We don't want to accept it. No. It is funny. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to accept it, but True. that's what it is. True. But anyway, happy Halloween. Hey yo, happy Halloween. What are we talking about today, Shisha? Uh, we're talking about Ed and Lorraine. Warren. Alright. The if you don't know who these people are, you live under a rock. Or you're just not into horror. Well, you're not into paranormal and haunted things like Therefore we are. It's interesting you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. That part right there. They're the most famous and notorious paranormal investigating. I'm calling them demon hunters. Couples. Just <laughs> okay. We'll we'll get there. Cause they they go way beyond just paranormal investigating. They do, in my opinion. <laughs> they do, and if you don't know, they help. Like their investigations inspired many horror movies. Let me just name oh, a few. Many. Even some I didn't wasn't even aware of. <laughs> um, I mean, the most common one, or the most popular one, the Amityville. Yep, horror. Conjuring. Um, the Conjuring, Annabelle, The Haunted, Annabelle, Haunting in Haunting Connecticut. Connecticut, The Devil Made Me Do It, uh huh, yup, uh, Nun, The Nun, yup. Let's see what other ones. <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> uh, there, there's like yeah, Anna, Am- Annabelle, The Perrin Family, Amityville. We'll go over a little bit of each of these. Enfield Poltergeist, yeah. Aaron Johnson, well, like the that's a Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. These are all stories that are like based on a true story. And the true story that they're based on are are surrounded by Ed and Lorraine. Smurl family, the Union Cemetery. Those are like some of like their notable works. But like, if you've seen the Conjuring and you heard about the Conjuring, so I'm gonna be honest, I've never seen an Ed or Lorraine movie. I've seen Annabelle. I have not. Which is. probably shocking to you because i don't do dolls but i used to work in a group home okay and one of the guys there was really into horror movies okay and he knew that i liked the spooky stuff and all that and so like for their outings they can earn like to go to a movie and they can pick a staff to go with them 
Well, the new Annabelle movie had came out. And he was like, Nikisha, will you please come with me? And who am I to say no? No, of course. You have to go. I'm not going to say no. Because he was so sweet. He was so nice. You have to go and and watch behind your hands. I I was... Because I don't do dolls. I don't do dolls. I was like... Well, and also... And he goes... And at the end he goes, That was a good movie. Did you like it? And I was like... (laughs) That's kind of cute. I was like, yes. I'm not going to say his name. Yes. Yes, I I liked it a lot. I was like, right? Wasn't that kind of creepy, the doll? I said, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The doll's very creepy. So, if you don't know, Ed and Lorraine Warren have an occult museum. They do. That was attached to their house. Mm-hmm. It's The museum still exists. It's, yes. We, oh, Ed and we Lorraine go. Warren are actually deceased. I don't want to go to this museum. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Uh, okay. I'm going to be honest. But uh, Lorraine is on camera saying that the most terrifying thing in that museum is the Annabelle doll. A hundred percent. And Which she looks nothing of... like the Annabelle that's oh, in the newer creation. Ann. She's a raggedy. The the original and the true Annabelle doll is a Raggedy Ann doll. Which I didn't like Raggedy Ann dolls in the begin with. And then when I figured out that Annabelle was in fact a Raggedy Ann doll, not one of the porcelain plastic looking dolls. Mm-hmm. terrified my soul mm-hmm. so i don't do raggedy and dolls the porcelain dolls also Ooh, the don't headache do it's already starting <laughs> using more caffeine is what that sounds like to me <laughs> no i just had a energy drink I'm okay good on the this is my second caffeine it's my shoulders are rising up because we're oh. talking about demons yeah, now lower them, what down. It is. lower them down <laughs> um, bring it down but there's a lot of terrifying things in that museum. Oh, it's and all so to say very that the, haunted. To say that the Annabelle doll is like the worst thing is kind of insane to me. Because you hear it, there's stories of a bunch of other things that are in there. Yeah. Like the heart stopping doll, the weird uh, totem yep. guy, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a the, lot in um, there. There's the conjuring mirror. Yeah, the conjuring there's, is in um, there. <laughs> like, there's a lot of like really creepy, terrifying stuff in there. Oh, a hundred percent. It's terrifying, and like I am gonna definitely do more like in depth, individualized looks into all of their stuff and their most notable mm-hmm. investigation. What they, you know, this and that, because. So, during these Halloween episodes, we're both looking into these things, but she looked more deeper into Frankenstein than I did, and Mm -hmm. I looked more deeper into Ed and Lorraine Warren than she did, because they're both, she knew a lot more about Frankenstein than I did anyways, (laughs) so, like, it was, like, whatever, and I was, like, well, I was, like, already, like, kind of watching Ed and Lorraine Warren documentaries and stuff. And, like I said, I've actually never seen any of those movies. And, yeah, and she hasn't seen any of the movies. I've seen the movies, except for The Nun. Because I'm more for, like, psychological thriller type movies. You might like not Hereditary, like, then. Not, like, for, like, demon scary movies. Those I don't like. Watch Hereditary. I think it's on Discovery Plus or HBO Max. Okay. Um, I mean, it's kind of gory and psychological at the same time. Not a fan of gory, either. <laughs> you, then you might not want to watch it. It's kind, of, <laughs> it's kind of intense. Listen, The Others, one of the best horror movies. The Others? Yes. I haven't seen Highly that. Highly recommend. It's like from the 90s. It's an old one. Okay, I like 90s but horror. But it's really good. I like 90s horror. Halloween is my favorite horror movie. Halloween's a good one. Love Halloween. That's a good one. I don't... Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> my girl. There's a newer one that came out recently. Right? Yeah, they need honestly, they need to quit it with the <laughs> Halloween remakes. Let me just tell you, 
we get this man's not gonna die okay no. we, he's been set on fire yeah. he's been trapped he's not gonna die i have not well i watched one because i watched one with my ex on halloween he ended up falling asleep during yards i don't know how it's a good <laughs> movie well he also was fed up with the remakes of halloween because we get okay. it he's not gonna fucking die right we get it yeah and so i i haven't watched like the recent recent ones so i'm gonna have to like look into it a lot more and like this like you know yeah i need to watch the newer ones basically what i'm saying because i do love halloween mm-hmm. but yeah they can they can stop remaking halloween like how they haven't done a lot of remakes of Freddy or Jason, okay? Mm-hmm. They knew when to stop. Mm-hmm. I need them to figure out when to stop making Halloween because it's a little bit. Mm-hmm. What was that noise? Uh, that's why I looked over there. I don't know. It came from that corner. Oh, I thought it was from over there. See? Here we go again. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting the chills now. Oh, I'm sorry. And I've been hot this entire time, let me just say. Oh, I've been great. hot this entire time. That's great. And now I'm getting... Hi. I'm fine. That was a refrigerator. No, it was a cold spot. Oh. Hello. Every time I have to do the most talking. Yeah. You get a little buddy. Okay, so Ed and Lorraine Warren. Edward Warren Minnie. Minnie. M-I-N-E-Y. Don't they have like a kid named Minnie or no? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, He was born September 7th, so his birthday recently passed oh happy birthday september 7th 1926 he passed away august 23rd 2006 and then lorene rita lorraine Lorraine. i say it wrong all the time (laughs) i know her name's lorraine i know but lorene lorraine maybe it's the minnesota max i'm just kind of going back and forth okay (laughs) don't worry about it we know who we're talking about yeah she could have been a capricorn oh but she was she's not she was a psychic medium, wasn't she? She was a clairvoyant. Okay. Um, but she was born January 31st. Oh, so she's an Aquarius. She's an Aquarius. Yeah. Love an Aquarius. Of oh. 1927. <laughs> and she just recently passed. Yeah, I knew that. Of, uh, in April 18th. Okay. 2019. Oh, and then COVID hit. And then COVID hit. <laughs> which, good job for... Missing out on that. Conspiracy theory. They were American paranormal (laughs) investigators and authors associated with prominent cases of alleged hauntings. Edward was a self-taught and self-professed demonologist, Mm -hmm. author, and lecturer. Mm -hmm. Lorraine, I said that right the time, right? Yes, Lorraine said that right. Yep. Professed to be a clairvoyant and a light trance medium who worked closely with her husband. Yes. Like you said, they're a paranormal investigating couple. He's a self-proclaimed and taught demonology. He's a clairvoyant. So, I mean, in a light trance medium, which I've never even heard of. Oh, I've heard of that. And so I have to look deeper into that because I didn't look deep into it. Because like I said, I was, when I was researching them, I got very overwhelmed. Yeah. And very like, which is why I was telling Brick I had to like bring it back and like make this just very like surface basic. level, bake basic stuff, people who don't know about them because... There is so much. They've done and have contributed so much to the paranormal community. It is absolutely crazy. 
like anyone who's in this knows about them and they have you know they they have their criticism they have this and they have that but like they're very prominent you know well because they have some of the most well-known evidence yes. that exists out there that mm-hmm. have come from their investigations their investigations and i'm pretty sure i want to say this is it's from ed and lorraine by kim popham had the 28 day cycle it's like a it's like a, a show on Netflix. Yep, and it's Ed and Lorraine's theory. That's what I thought. The okay. show on Netflix where it takes paranormal investigators of different types. So there's like mediums, clairvoyants, you know, all all the different types of people who like are working paranormal and have different type of like sensitivities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's three separate groups and there's a different number of each. It's like one group, so a group of two people. One's a demonologist and like a another like a medium, and they and then one's like a another medium, a light train, and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like one group is two, one group is like three, one group is like a like five people, I think something like that. They get put into three separate places. They have absolutely no history or background of these places. They just get thrown into these places, and they have to use their all their equipment, the sensitivities and all that to try and figure out what happened in these places. So basically, Ed and Lorraine's theory is like ghosts run on a 28-day cycle. And so like you go, if you stay in a place consistently for 28 days, the spirits and all that would be more likely to communicate with you in any type of way possible to give you your answers. And... To say that this is the craziest freaking thing that I've seen, and I full also believe in this point. I believe in it. Yeah. I believe it's a real thing because they got some intense responses, and they all pretty much figured out what happened in this location. Oh, that's so fascinating. Every group figures out what happened at their locations, and it's literally the craziest thing I've seen. Highly, highly recommend watching That's the 28 so Day Cycle. It's on Netflix. It is so cool. Yeah. So cool. And I think their nephew of, like, a, like a relative is also involved in this okay. and putting together this investigation well, and I stuff. Well, I do know their son-in-law now runs the museum. And I think, and I think it's, like, him or... Like his nephew, or both of them, or like, because okay. there's like people like on the outside that are like just watching them, mm-hmm. and you, some people get real affected by like whatever oh, yeah. entity or spirits are in there. Some of them are both entity and spirits, good, bad, of all types, and it's crazy to see. Yeah, it is so. I binged watch it in a day. It was. Yeah, it sounds really fascinating. It's a really fascinating show, and you literally need to watch it. It's yes. so cool. So adding it to my list. You literally need to. <laughs> it's so good. I'm clearly a big fan <laughs> of it because it's. Yeah. I've never seen such phenomenal things. All right. So in 1952, the Warrens found founded the New England Society of Psychic Re- of Psychic Research. The oldest ghost hunting group in New England. Oh, that's pretty cool. Isn't that really cool? Yeah. <laughs> they authored many books about the paranormal and their private investigations into various reports of paranormal activity. They claim to have investigated well over 10,000 cases during their career. The Warrens were among the first investigators in the Amityville haunting, 
According yes. to the warrants, the official website of the NESPR, Viviglam magazine, and several other sources, the NESPR used a variety of individuals, including medical doctors, researchers, police officers, nurses, college students, and members of the clergy in its investigation. Stories of ghost hauntings popularized by the warrants have been adapted as or have indirectly inspired dozens of films, television series, and documentaries, including Amityville and The Conjuring Universe. So there's multiple conjurings. Yes. Skeptics Perry DeAngelis and Stephen Noble investigate the Warren's evidence and describe it as Blarney skeptical investigators Joe Nickel and Benjamin Radford conclude that the better-known hauntings Amityville and the sneaky the Snickers sneakers S N E D E K E R Snedkers Snickers that what I, I speech impediment <laughs> family hauntings did not happen and have been and have been invented. Here's the thing though, I challenge those people to go to the museum. <laughs> okay, Just saying yeah, because. I, like, watched things on that museum, and without, like, before I even knew anything about it, just looking at it made me sick. It makes you very uneasy and That's gives you... That's why I don't want to go there, because, like... A nauseous feeling. Even just looking at, like, pictures of it makes me feel sick. Imagine if I was actually there, I feel like I would not be able to handle it. I feel like you'd probably <laughs> get possessed. I Like, no lie. I would? Yeah. Specifically? I feel like I'm very good at fighting off things like that. I'm not great at it. <laughs> And that's exactly it. I do not think you're great at it, which is, it's fine. Teach their own. People have different strengths and weaknesses, you know? Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you just spill on yourself this time? It wasn't me? Yeah, it was me this time. <laughs> the tables have turned. You also finished your drinks. So. I did. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. So back to like their notable investigations. We'll get a little, we'll do a little deep dive into each lovely annabelle (laughs) okay according to the warrens in the year 1968 two roommates claimed their raggedy ann doll was possessed by the spirit of a young girl named annabelle higgins the warrens took the doll telling the roommate it was being manipulated by an inhuman presence and put it on display at the family's occult museum the legend of the doll inspired several films in the Conjuring universe and is a motif in many others. I'm going to say every single time Annabelle is mentioned or brought up or like when I had this like, kind of hurt a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> I just <laughs> I it, I got a little pressure right here. Really? In the front, yeah, a little, a little one. <laughs> See, I get headaches often when I like do research about demons or talk about demons, and I don't know exactly what that is. It could just be stress. <laughs> Um, but anytime Annabelle is brought up, I feel very uneasy. Really? Yeah. I power through, because, like, (laughs) what else are you going to do? But, like, there's so many things. I just, like, I don't want to know more about it than I do. And I already know quite a bit about it. (laughs) See, that's the thing. It terrifies me. Annabelle terrifies me. Annabelle terrifies me, and Robert the doll terrify my soul. But I still want to know more. I don't want to see pictures. Don't show me a picture. But you want to go to this museum. Annabelle is in this museum. I don't want to see Annabelle. Well, you would see her if you went to this museum. Well, you can't yeah, really avoid but there's her. she's the main attraction but of this museum. There's other stuff that I want to see. There, yeah. I don't want to see. 
want to see any of it. Okay, I'm I would go. To, I would go to Zach Bagans Haunted Museum. Honestly, I'd rather go there. He has Doctor Death's yeah, van. I know. I'd rather go there than. So we'll go to that one. Okay. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll compromise. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> well, do we have a doll room or a clown room? Yeah, we don't have to go in that room. We're not. <laughs> We're not. No, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So, I will deep dive more into the Annabelle doll one of these times. Okay. Maybe after Halloween. Maybe when the veil closes, closes back up. up. Yeah. It's a little more thicker yeah. than it is right now. We're a little more protected. I need a protection spell. That's what I need to do. And then the Perrin family. Yep. Have you heard about them? I haven't yes. heard about them. This is the Conjuring or Amityville. It's one of the two. I don't remember. Is that what one. is that what it is? I don't remember. Yeah. I, I don't recognize the last name. I think it's the Conjuring. It is The Conjuring. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen The Conjuring in a minute, let alone... I've never seen it. Let alone recently. I See, and that's what's weird, is I've never seen these movies, but I'm very much aware of them. Because they're everywhere. Yeah. Well, like The and, Nun 2 well, like, just I know came what out. they're about, too. Like, I knew the parent family was The <clears throat> Conjuring. Like... <laughs> like The Nun 2 just yeah. came out this weekend? Yeah. Yep. That's in 1971, one. the Warrens claimed that the Harrisonville, Rhode Island home of the parent family was haunted by a witch... Who had lived there in the early 19th century. According to the Warrens, Bathsheba Bathsheba. Sherman cursed the land so that whoever lived there somehow died a terrible death. The story of the subject of the 2013 Conjuring, Lorraine Warren, was a consultant to the production (laughs) and appeared in a cameo role in the film. A reporter for the USA Today covered the film supposed factual grounding that so, was the first movie wasn't it the conjuring yeah as far as like the ed and lorraine inspired horror films no amityville amityville was first i swore it was amityville i gotta look it up look it up because i thought it was amityville i don't know what it is but a lot of like yeah the conjuring was the first one was the first one okay yeah. i don't know what it is but in a recent like the last like month or so all my suggested videos from multiple, mm-hmm. from the overnight, twin paranormal, are, they one the, conjuring are house? the conjuring house. It's I'd be down of to the go con- there, to be honest, and that pro- might surprise you. <laughs> it actually surprises me a lot. Yeah. Also, not all witches are bad. Okay? No, I'm well, not a and- bad one. <laughs> Well, the big story, I think it's the Conjuring House where someone was thrown across the room by an unseen entity. Yeah. Which was, like, something that actually happened. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, so that part really freaks me out. But I feel like, um, so I've, oh, well, who was it? The Meta Psychics. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned them before. The Meta Psychics. I still haven't watched them. I've been really... It kind of throws me off how the twins look so much alike. <laughs> it's hard to tell them apart. Like, I thought it was the same person for so long, yep. and then I thought the twin was, like, the short hair guy, and I was like, oh, no. they don't look alike at all. And, no. then, <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, there's two people there's two of them. that look identical because they have the well, same haircut, they wear the, the same, same hat. Yep. It is funny because they're not in the same frame a lot. They're not, which is why it confuses yeah. me. Because like, <laughs> I don't know if they have a different hair color and person. I know one's platinum and one is, I think, black or half and half. With. And they sound identical. Yeah, they look identical. They, they're like they identical the twins. Tattoos, they, ha- I feel like they do too. 
and their haircuts the same. They were almost I think the same. One of them has more face tattoos than the other. I think so, but I can't tell who's don't who. Know which one's I which. can't tell nope. you which one is which. Me neither. Um, and I said I think one's platinum and one's dark and one's black. I really but they change don't. Their hair all the time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I need some consistency in their lives, okay? Because I'm confused. I get it. But no, everything is like suggested on my YouTube is conjuring. conjuring. So, the meta psychics. They have a bunch of videos where they react to other people's, like, ghost investigations. Mm -hmm. And it's very fascinating because they're both psychics. Oh. Or they're both, like, mediums. Yeah. Psychic mediums. So they'll watch it and they'll pause it every once in a while be like, there's a guy sitting over there. Like, you know, like, they have all this, like... (laughs) There's a guy right there. Yeah. And I want to say they did that with um, Sam and Colby. Okay, yeah. When they went to the Conjuring house. Yeah, Sam and Colby's popping up, too. Like, mm-hmm. no, usually for Sam and Colby, I, I say Chernobyl a lot. Yeah. You know, and all that. But, like, it's, like, the I, they house. want me to be well, really into the Conjuring. Right? It is. And, like we said. Yeah. And I think the Conjuring house, I this is a, a theory of mine okay. that literally comes from nowhere. This is okay. just my own thing. But okay. I think the things inside the Conjuring house get energy from everywhere. Oh, 100%. Literally anywhere and everywhere. If you are watching something about the Conjuring House, you are putting energy into the things that are there. Yeah, 100%. And so I think purposefully... I, I, I definitely can see that energy. Sure. Yeah. So I think purposefully, these things come up more this time of year. Because everyone's... Because, like... Well, they I don't have know more about energy sh- to project it right. out to people, too. Like, right? I have no... I don't know what anybody else does in this, but I watch... Spooky, scary Halloween stuff all year, year round. round. Yeah. I okay. watch it year round. Same. But you know, a lot of the stuff now. Like now I'll be putting I, on. I probably watch less of it around this time of year. Do you really? I'm. Yeah. I go full fledged deep in. Oh, I, I back like, off a bit because I'm like it's a little creepy right now. Like we're no, just gonna... no, that's what I, that's what I crave. <laughs> but I like, now like a lot of things now because it is you know, like I'll be like looking at, like free kids movies or like free movies to watch on on demand or whatever mm-hmm. and like. The normally the list is like Medea's, you know, all like yeah. the funny ones. But now it's like Conjuring, <laughs> Halloween, um, <laughs> um, Freddy versus Jason, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, da 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 da, ba 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 well, like, it's just, like, it's so, like, in your face right now. So, that, that makes sense. So, like, right now, all of, like, the spirits in, like, all mm-hmm. these places are very much Yeah, like, I think the conjuring out and is conjuring energy. I think that's, like, oh, that's the, the basis of it. I've never seen the movie. I don't really actually know quite what it's about. I haven't watched it in a while, so I'm not going to comment on it. Because it's literally Fair. been years. And so, I'll watch it throughout this week at some point, And we'll come back to it. Okay. I probably won't watch it. Just I'll probably do an episode um, on it. I was going to say, back to the meta psychics, they said that, Beth, Beth, what's her name? Beth, Bathshilda? Beth, 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 why can't I say it? The witch? Bathsheba? Bathsheba, thank you. <laughs> normally um, I can't pronounce stuff, so this, is, this was, just threw me off guard a little bit. Normally I'm the one that can't pronounce nothing. But anyway, Bathsheba, they said she wasn't evil at all. She was actually like a nurse. No, I don't. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, and they say that, like her story was taken like way out of context, and it was like the evil thing in there telling this fake story about her. I. That's the thing. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, witches are not bad people. Right. Of course, they get a bad rep. They get a bad name because there are the people few. Don't understand it. 
There are fear a few monsters. Fear creates monsters. Elizabeth Frankenstein. Thank you. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. I can see why they get a bad rep. Yeah. And they have a bad look. Like even the Sanderson sisters don't give which is good looks. Okay? <laughs> I just showed my kids Hocus Pocus for the first time. Yeah. They loved it. Because it's They said, watch it again. I showed my kids Casper for the first time. (gasps) Wait, that was my favorite growing up. Zoltan literally asked, Mom, I want to watch the nice ghost boy. He literally asked me every day, Mom, can I watch the ghost boy, the nice ghost boy? And I'm like, oh, baby. Casper was actually one of my favorite movies growing up. It was. You know know what I can't find anywhere that makes me livid? Hmm. Casper meets Wendy. I've never seen it. The one with Hilary Duff. Yes. I saw it like a long, long time ago once. It Couldn't is. Tell you what it's about. It's about a witch. She's a witch in the oh, movie. Oh, okay. And he's a ghost, and it's the uncles and everything. Let me see if I can find it. It's right now. quite literally like the best. Like, and I can't. It like it doesn't show anywhere. You can't watch it anywhere. It's not on streaming anywhere. And it's sad because it's a good. That is sad. It's a good movie, and I love it a lot. And it has, um, Hilary Duff is like a baby child in that movie. She's, she's like, this was before Hillary, before Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, before Lizzie McGuire, she's like seven, eight, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but it has like her aunts in it too, or something, you know? Okay. And like the uncles, and like they go to like a dance. I was just reminded, sorry, this is way, way off topic. Do you want to finish your thought before no, I go, go into ahead. a different topic? Sorry. I haven't watched it in a long time, so I can't remember exactly what happened in the movie, but I know that's a great movie and I want to watch it again and show my kids. Yeah. I'm just going to have to order it. I just had a really weird memory that, like, I haven't thought of in years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. But when I was little, we had this giant book that was filled with a bunch of different children's stories. Oh. And one of the stories in there... I'm trying to remember what it was called, but it was about a woman who walked through the graveyard at night, uh-huh. found a bone, brought it home with her. This is a children's uh-huh. story. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved it as a kid. So she brought it home with her, and every single night she would be woken up by a ghost yelling at her. So she brings the bone back to the graveyard, and that's the end of the story. <laughs> I loved this story as a child. That sounds great, honestly. I gotta. Oh, that sounds great. I really I am I so happy that, that you is. that you love that story because <laughs> it's so dumb. And like as a kid, most kids are probably like terrified of that story, but I loved it. See, that's the thing. I y'all listen. I have two kids, a boy and a girl. Right, my son. Used to be, it's used to be scared every teeny tiny woman is what it's called. I've never heard of this story. The teeny tiny woman. So my son, he like is like not as daredevil like he can be, but he's not. But he used to be terrified of everything. So he was terrified of jack lanterns. I love that for a good minute. Like couldn't be in the same room. Didn't want to look at it. Nothing. And now he loves everything spooky, which I love because he was born October 2nd. Yes. I kept him in two extra weeks, so he was born in October. I know. I did right. Okay? Thank you. Perfect. And then there's my daughter. Went to Build-A-Bear last weekend, right? (laughs) Oh, boy. And they have their Halloween, you know, bears out. So they have, like, Oogie Boogie, Zero, Jack Skellington, and they have, like, a a, a pumpkin bear. Well, it's a bear with, like, a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin face. It's okay, super yeah. cute. Yeah. Not scary looking. It's super cute. 
But she was with her dad that weekend because it went, went for my brother's birthday. Okay. She was with her dad that weekend until I had Zoltan make her a bear as well. Picked out an uh, outfit, which ended up being a Jack Skellington pajamas. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and when we went on our way. It was yeah, fine. Yeah. It was whatever. It was yeah. cool. It was chill. Well, <laughs> she comes home on Tuesday because it was her dad's weekend to have her for the holiday. And comes home Tuesday and he, my son goes, look. Look what I made you, cause he, cause they made he made matching ones. Cute. They have the same jack o' lantern bear, but just different pajamas. Okay. But he made so they're matching ones. That's adorable. She flipped out. <laughs> she goes, I don't like it, and I'm like, girl, no, I spent fifty bucks on this stupid bear. No, and I was like, girl, oh, hold it, and I like. I was being, I wasn't being mean. I'm like, I needed to show her to you her. Like, it's, a, it's a it's soft bear. It's cute. It's not yes. gonna hurt you. I think it's just the face kind of startled her a little bit because she has a build a bear. Okay. Yeah. It's a pink, fluffy bear. See, she's very girly and very. She's a of... very girly girl, and I have to break it. But she, um, <laughs> loves her. You have to break she it. <laughs> loves her Casper Halloween pajamas. Cute. They're footy, and she will literally wear them every day. If I she wear them to daycare, if I let her. Love. That. Okay, and she got she has a uh, ghost ones too. Yeah, that she loves. She loves. She she I got her Halloween shirt that goes in the dark. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. It says boo. There's ghost on it. Obsessed. Love that. But this stupid pumpkin bear. And my mom, and now she's fine with it. She's fine with it now. Well, that's good. That's mom good. goes, how did you, lover of everything spooky and scary, give birth to a child like her who's scared of her own shadow? <laughs> I said, I don't know, but we'll fix it. It's fine. She'll get over it because my house is going to be great like Halloween every year, all the year round. She's going to have to get over it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. She be will. for real. She will. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. Yeah. Now another one of the notable investigations. Yeah. Amneville. Yep. Which I've heard multiple things about Amneville. Okay. I've heard that like I honestly don't know much about it. I do know there's that famous picture from the Amneville house of the little boy. I have not seen that picture. It was taken by Ed Warren, I believe. I have not seen that picture, but I watched a lot of stuff on it like a while back and like they yeah. also like say that like only this family experienced this haunting. Mm-hmm. And anyone else that lived there after it didn't experience anything. Yeah, the, see that—that's the picture from the Amityville Horror House that was taken by Ed Warren. There, there's nothing there, and there's a little boy standing there that's with terri- glowing eyes. That's terrifying. Yeah. Okay. That's why I—I I don't know if it's true that people after never experienced anything. Because first of all, the whole story is that. There was a family there before all of this happened, mm-hmm. right? And one of the family members killed his entire family. Right, yeah. That's like the story. And then this other family moved in and there was all this terrible goo coming from the wall. On. Yeah. Like levitating scary all of that stuff. stuff. Yeah. And from my understanding, Ed and Lorraine Warren came in. They said that the house actually was the one who killed the family. Like, they blamed the house. Yeah. Rather than the kid who actually did it. Right, right. So, the Warrens are best known for their involvement in the 1975 Amityville Horror, in which New York couple George and Kathy Lutz claimed that their house was haunted by a violent, 
demonic presence so intense that it eventually drove drove them out of the of their home. The Amityville Horror Conspiracy authors Stefan and Roxanne Kalpin characterized the case as a hoax. Lorraine Warren told a reporter for the Express Times newspaper that the Amityville Horror was not a hoax. The reporter the reported hauntings was the bias of the nineteen seventy seven book The Amityville Horror, the and adapt the adapt the adapted into the nineteen seventy nine and two thousand five films of the same name, while also serving as inspiration for the film series that followed the Warren's version of events is partly adapted and portrayed in the opening sequence of The Conjuring 2, 2016, according to Benjamin Radford, and the story was refuted by eyewitnesses, investigations, and forensic evidence. In 1979, lawyer William Weber stated that he, J. Anson, and the occupants invented the horror story over many bottles of wine. So, as you can hear, multiple people are trying to disprove. But, like, also, it's the thing that, like, Adam Lorraine Warren came in and they cleansed the house. Yeah. So, it's like, that checks out that no one else would have experiences. Yeah, it definitely would check out that no one else would have experience for sure. But, you, you know, people who don't believe in this, like, in paranormal yes. and stuff. Yes, They're gonna find any reason. Yep. To say that it's not true. Yeah. And then what we're talking about is just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Yep. You know? Yes. Yep. Right. And which is, it's not the case just because. That's fair though. You are like, closed. You're, you're so skeptical and so closed off. Well, I think fear has a lot to do with it too. Right. right? And a you're lot scared. Of people don't want to believe this. You got to be, that's the thing, to be into paranormal as much as people, as you know, people mm-hmm. are. You have to be okay with being scared. Yeah. For even a little bit. Well, and I feel like that's just a life lesson. I think you, in life, you have to be okay with being scared because that's the only way. And doing things that freak you out. That's the only way you're going to grow as a person. Right. Which is, you know, which is why it's also kind of weird for me that I'm like really into paranormal stuff because like I am, before, up until recently, I did not like being scared. Okay. At all. Yeah. Like I like. Oh, up until recently, I didn't like, I like the whole aesthetic mm-hmm. behind Halloween in this time oh, yes, of year. yes, yes. But I didn't want to be scared. That's fair. But then I think once I was put in really scary situations in my personal life, and I've got to go there right now, <laughs> this stuff... Is not as scary. Is nothing. It's literally See? nothing. Like, and I'm all like, oh yeah, I've been through some pretty bad shit. Mm-hmm. In the last few years... What's a yeah, little, what a little ghost tapping yeah. me? Yeah. Don't poke me, though. Not... <laughs> See, I've never really been afraid of ghosts. What I've been afraid of is not being able to tell the difference between a, a demon ghost and a, a ghost. demon. Yeah. yeah. That is, that is scary. That will be scary until mm-hmm. the day that I die. Because, like, unless, like, you, like, are really in tune with your sense. But, you know, demons also can trick you. They're, yeah, they're not stupid. They're definitely not <laughs> stupid. Definitely not. So yeah, that's one of the things that freaks me out about paranormal. That's stuff. a fair one. Yeah, that is fair. Cause yeah, I can definitely see and how that. You know how gullible I am, so uh, that's why <laughs> Becky stays with me. Wow, on the next one. 
All right. The Enfield Poltergeist. Enfield, Enfield, Enfield. In 1977, the Warrens investigated claims that a family in North London suburb, su- suburb? Yeah. Why did I say that's so weird? I don't know. <laughs> oh. So, North London suburb? Is suburb. Suburb. <laughs> North London suburb. Thank you. <laughs> of Enfield was haunted by a polter- by poltergeist activity. So the question, is this the one where they showed up and the people were like, we don't want you here? I'm wait and see. Okay. <laughs> While a number of independent ob- observers dismissed the incident as a hoax carried out by the attention-hungry children, the Warrens were <laughs> con- um, the Warrens were convinced that it was a case of demonic possession. The story was, in- was the inspiration for The Conjuring 2. Okay. Although critics say the Warren the Warrens were involved to a far lesser degree than portrayed in the movie, and in fact had shown up to the scene uninvited and been refused attendance to the home. Yes, I knew that. So the Warrens were refused, but nobody yep. else was. They were refused. I yeah. don't. Why would you ever refuse them? I get it. I understand them showing up and you being like, "Whoa, I did not plan for you to be here." Yeah, well, it was rude of them to show up unannounced, first of all. I that have, like, that point, a call like, would have been great, because yeah, we didn't yeah. have text or emails back yes. in the day. A call would have been great, because mm-hmm. if they... But, like, if you're really and having like, a poltergeist activity, but gonna, and you have the best paranormal duo right here right now... But I definitely get being wary of them, though, because they're demon they, experts. Like, that, to me, is a little bit of a red flag. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a red flag, but they would know how to get rid of them. You have, that, to, you have to be an expert on it to be able to get rid of them. But also, this was, like, what, in the 70s? Satanic panic. That's, right, that's kind of what I'm going with it. Like, they are gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That makes sense. To a lot of people, I think they were looked at as evil. They were looked at as weird, evil, and mm-hmm. non-human, pretty much. Yeah. Because what they were doing was so unheard taboo of. and unheard yeah. of. People are like, wait. Because we would rather deny the existence of demons than deal with them. <laughs> Correct. Which, I mean, I'm on board with that as well, so. <laughs> Guy, Lion, Lion, Lion. Sure. Playfair, a parapsychologist who investigated the Enfield case alongside Marquise Gross and also the film... Greatly extra- exaggerated the Warrens' role in the investigation. He stated in 2016 that they turned up once, and Ed Warren told Playfair the Warrens could make a lot of money out of the case. He cooperated the claims that the Warrens were not invited to the Enfield house and that nobody in the family had ever heard of him, Ed Warren, until he turned up. Imagine. Like, if you hadn't heard of anybody and they just show up at your house being like, hey, I can exercise your child. Yeah, if I, <laughs> if I hadn't heard of you, then I'd be like, uh, yeah. get the fuck off my front doorstep yeah. before I literally kick you in the nuts. Yep. Just, just saying. Yep. Get off. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Yep. Ooh, my right ear just rang. That was a quick little, like, Okay, I'm not being disrespectful, Ed and Lorraine. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. No, I think ears ringing is a good sign. Is that a good sign? I keep I think seeing so. blue jays out there. Yeah. 
And then the Arnie Johnson. Yep, you double made me do it. My notes just oh. vanished. Hold well, on. I will say it was um, the Overnight Channel. Yeah. They went to the Warren Museum. And they actually, like, sat down with this guy and talked to him. Arnie? Before they went into the museum, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because he was only in prison for, like, five years. I don't think I know this one. Like, the whole thing behind it. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I do, actually. Because I actually do know this whole story. Okay, well then tell me. I know, like, the surface version of this story, at least. So, there was this kid who was possessed by, they say, 40 demons. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, ridiculous. How did but that happen? I don't know. I don't know. So I, I, I've never seen The Conjuring that made me do it. I've never seen that one. I've seen Conjuring okay. 1 and Conjuring 2. Okay. But I've said many, many years, mm-hmm. but I've never seen the one that made me do it. So, so I have no idea. I've never seen it either, but I know the story behind it okay. mostly just because of what I've seen right, yeah. elsewhere. So there was this kid who had was being possessed by a bunch of different demons. So Ed and Lorraine Warren come in and they exercise this kid. Mm-hmm. Takes them a long time. They eventually do. Right. But in the midst of them trying to exercise this kid, Arnie comes in, and I think it's his older brother, I want to say. Uh-huh. And he just starts yelling at these demons, oh. saying, like, you gotta leave him alone. He basically challenges them. Oh. <laughs> Here's what we don't do. We don't challenge demons, okay? Yeah, no, don't do that. Not good. 10 out of 10, don't recommend. So the story is, after this kid was exercised, the demons went into Arnie. Uh-huh. So, like, a few days later, I don't know how long later it was, yeah. Arnie ends up killing his landlord. And it's the only court case in history where the defense was, the devil made me do it. And he got a lesser sentence because the court actually believed he was possessed. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That That's crazy. I'm definitely looking into that because I had yeah. not even heard that story. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking into it for <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's a wild one. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, this, this, say it for me. What is it? The Senec... The Senec... I don't know that one. Senecers? Senec... S-N-E-D-E-K. Hold on, I gotta spell it. I gotta, like, see it spelled. I feel like I can hear it in my head, but I cannot say... I cannot say... S-N-E-D-E-K-E-R. Snedeker. Thank you. I cannot yeah. say it. I can hear it in my head. It's not coming out of my mouth. Okay. In 1986, Ed and Lorraine Warren arrived and proclaimed the Snedeker <laughs> house, a former funeral home, to be infested with demons. The cause was featured in the 1993 book in a dark place the story of a true haunting a tv film that later became part of the discovery channel series a haunting was produced in 2002 the haunting in connecticut a film based on the warren's version of events and directed by peter conwell was released in 2009 horror author ryan garden garton who wrote an account of the alleged haunting of the snedecker family in S- <laughs> Southington, 
Connecticut, what's a name? Yeah. Um, later called into question, called into question the accounts contained in his book saying the family involved, which was going through some serious problems like alcoholism and drug addiction, could not keep their story straight and became very frustrated. It's hard writing a nonfiction book when all the people involved are telling you different stories. The paranormal investigator Benjamin Radford Garden said Lorraine if she told me the sun would come up tomorrow morning, I get a second opinion. So I so skeptics. Skeptics, but also like if but also like what if they were doing drugs and alcohol to like cope. Yeah. With the extreme yeah. haunting in their house. Right. You know? That's yeah, that's definitely feasible. So like yeah, I get you're trying to like write a nonfiction book, but then like do you understand that they went through a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot going on here. Yeah, they went through a lot and had you know what if that's way the way of coping through what they went through. Whether right. if they're in the house or not anymore, mm-hmm. there's it's, still psychological trauma that they probably went through during that issue. It's to like going through something like that and having a lot of people not believe you, and then you're not being able to see, yeah, or get justice, or even just like understand what's the word i'm looking for not like confirmation but like yeah kind of confirmation that you're not insane right like everyone a lot i'm sure a lot of people wrote them off as crazy especially because this was in the 80s right yes yeah 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 it was in the 80s yeah which i feel like nowadays people are a lot more accepting of paranormal experiences than they were in the 80s Yes, and I feel like it was more accepted than we probably think, because they've been they were making headlines for themselves since. That's because no one else was doing it, right? Right, like these were headlines of like they're crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. So I mean, it probably, but it's, but there's more, you know. But then there's these other people that are coming out that are more credible than Ed and Lorraine Warren, because I feel like yeah. they were. People wanted them to be so incredible. Well, they did because seem they to were be just... in it for the fame sometimes. Sorry, hot take. No, it's not a hot take. People <laughs> sometimes do shit for the fame. Yeah. That's very... I wouldn't say it's a hot take. I would just say that it's like... <laughs> but, to, but to say that if she were told me the sun would rise tomorrow, I guess I could opinion. That's a little dramatic. That's very dramatic. Let's yeah. not be dramatic. Right. No, I'm not, no, I'm not, it's a dramatic Also, a dramatic you should queen. take anything anyone says with a grain of salt. A grain of salt, not complete assholeism. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Uh, assholeism. 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 It's a good one. What do you practice? Assholeism. Assholeism. <laughs> it's mine. No one better say That's that. It's funny. Mine. <laughs> also, the haunting in Connecticut always reminds me of the Connecticut room. That's what I think of every time I hear the title of A Haunting in Connecticut. The Connecticut Room (laughs) wants to fight. (laughs) Um, And then, like, the Union Cemetery. Yeah. I think you covered. Did I? Um, Ed Warren wrote a book called Graveyards, True Hauntings from New England Cemetery. Um, features a, a white lady ghost which haunts Union Cemetery. He claims yes. to have captured her essence on film. 
Yeah. So. I've seen that picture, too. I don't think I've seen that picture. It just looks like a bright white light, honestly. Oh, okay. It's not as compelling as some of the other pictures, but I'm a huge fan of, like, paranormal pictures. Huge fan. I don't look at them often. I, I think I like the story a lot. Yeah. And I get so captivated in the story that if, like, in one of the articles, like, I'm reading, they show the picture, then I'll see it. Mm-hmm. But if they don't show the picture in the article, I don't ever go looking okay. for the picture. See, me, pictures definitely give me, like, feelings. <laughs> like, I can look at a picture and, like... Oh, yeah, I get feelings from pictures, too. I just never go looking for them. That's why I enjoy them, because some of them just, like, really freak me out. Some of them are just, like, eh. And some of them are, like, that's definitely fake. And then some of them are, like, that's kind of cool. Like, I don't know. I just, like... <laughs> Like the Bachelor's Grove picture. That one was insane. I love that one. I love and that it one. gives one me good pictures, vibes. It doesn't give me, like, nasty right, vibes. Right, right. One of the pictures that actually kind of makes me feel a little bit sick is, um, this is a little bit off topic as well. Um, I'm trying to look it up here. But uh, Garrett Watts on YouTube. You watch Garrett? I love Garrett. Listen. <laughs> Garrett Watts did a video where he goes to this place that's in... I actually haven't watched any of Garrett Watts, like, paranormal videos. Okay, you have to watch his haunted apartment one. I... It keeps popping up on my YouTube. There's two of them now. There's two of them now. You have to watch the first one. The second one, not as good as the first one, but you have to watch the first one. See, that's thing. That was better popping up. I didn't know. I thought it was like, because I watched Garrett Watts for like the funny videos. I didn't know he no. did paranormal stuff too. So when I saw it, I was all like, okay, he's just trying to, he's being no, 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 no. funny. No, no, no. He is. But also, there's like real stuff. Like, it's so good. And it's so good when he's with Andrew. They just got a like, great chemistry, and I just love it. That's why Andrew, the first... oh, the Shane and Ryland's yeah. old. I like. I guess Andrew. they were friends before. Garrett yeah, was I, friends with Shane. Yeah, I guess I think Garrett they were. And Andrew were friends. Yeah, like, Andrew's yeah. really cute. I'm not even gonna front. Listen, Andrew's cute. They had a podcast one time <laughs> during COVID, and I like watched every single episode. I was like, okay, I actually like love both of these guys. Garrett's great. Saint Ignatius Hospital. Never heard of it. Okay, I gotta find this picture because he's been there a few times. And the first time he caught this picture, and it's actually horrifying. Oh my gosh, it's actually horrifying. So, just to show you, this is the picture. And then I'm going to zoom in. Okay, we'll see what it looks Yeah. Okay, that's as far as it's going to let me zoom in. Oh, what the heck just happened there? Just look in the bottom half of that window there. The, the person? Mm-hmm. I saw that before you had to zoom in on it. Yeah. That's... Like, this one made me, like, uh, chills. I have... I'm My heart's racing. Not there's from the something... thing that I just chugged, but, like, from that photo. No, there's, like, something evil about that photo. It's not a good photo. The like eyes... No. The eyes got me. Well, and even just, like, the position that she's standing in, I just... Are they on the bottom floor? No. Yeah, that's what no. I thought. That's what <laughs> I like thought. On, they're on, like, the third floor, I think. And that's... Uh... Oh, but I just, oh, oh. but yeah, anyway, (laughs) that was a really long time to get to that picture. All right. So anyways, (laughs) um, the Warrens are responsible for training several self-described demonologists, including Dave Conside and their nephew, John Zaffis. Okay. 
So, I mean... Dave is their son-in-law, right? Or no? I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of the personal life. They married in 1945 on January 11th. Their, their marriage is a Capricorn. My mom's birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My mom was born in 19... So not on the exact 1978. Was it the exact day they got married? No. Okay. They were they were married in 1946. Gotcha. Um, then they believed in demonic forces are likely to possess those who lack faith. So they're they're members of the Roman Catholic Church. Okay. Which I kind of I don't know why I find that so weird. It makes a lot of sense. Listen, there's a lot of demon stuff. In is the there church? I mean, you learn about it, yeah. Really? I mean, I've never been that's, to a Catholic service, like I really wouldn't know. That's one of the reasons you have to believe in God. Also, apparently, there's a church in St. Paul, I think, somewhere that has one of the largest demonology libraries in America. And I gotta look more into that to see like where and what that is. But it's owned by the Catholic Church. Uh, can I go there without being Catholic? Probably. Okay. Cool. According to a 1997 interview with the Connecticut Post, Steve Novell and Perry DeAngelis investigated the warrants for the New England Skeptical Society. The fact that there's a whole society for being (laughs) skeptical. That's extreme. (laughs) It really gets me. It's like, okay, bro. It's like you obviously believe in something if, like, you're going to this great lengths to disprove it. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, seriously, bro. They found the couple to be pleasant people, but their claims of demons and ghosts to be at best as tellers of meaning, of meaningless ghost stories and at worst, dangerous frauds. They took the $13 tour and looked at all the evidence the Warrens had for spirits and ghosts. They watched the videos and looked at the best evidence the Warrens had. Their conclusion was that it's a Blarney, that it's all Blarney. Yes, yep. They cool. found common errors with flash photography and nothing evil in the artifacts the warrants had collected. They have a ton of fish stories about evidence that got away. They're not doing good scientific investigations. They have a predetermined conclusion which they adhere to literally That's and religiously. According to novella, Lorraine Warren said that the problem with Perry and Steve is that they don't base anything on a god. Novella responded, it takes work to be solid, critical thinking to actually employ your intellectual facilities. Wow, there's a lot of big words there for a second. And come to a conclusion that actually reflects reality. That's what scientists do every day. And that's what skeptics advocate. No. There's a point. You can be a skeptic. But if you go with something with an open mind to be open to mm-hmm. seeing a different side. I don't think the skeptic society no, is. They're not they're willing. They're too close minded to even consider the possibility. No. Yeah. And they're they're going in wanting to disprove them yes not going in to see okay we're gonna see the evidence and see what comes out see what happens you're literally just going to disprove to say nothing's gonna happen right yeah, yeah that's and dumb. lorraine you shouldn't do that it's because they lack faith okay we're not gonna do that because i don't oh uh, yeah that's a little we're not doing that lorraine okay do better yeah. yep. okay an article for this uh sydney 
Morning Herald that exclaimed whether supernatural films are really based on true events that investigations was used as evidence to the contrary as novella is quoted they the warrants claim to have scientific evidence which does indeed prove the existence of ghosts which sounds like a, a testable claim into which we can sink our investigative teeth <clears throat> what we found was a very nice couple some genuinely sincere people but absolutely no compelling evidence while it was made clear that neither DeAngelis or nor novella thought the warrens would intentionally cause harm to anyone they did caution that claims like the warrens served to reinforce the illusion and confusion the public was about legitimate scientific methodology so basically they don't believe which is fine mm-hmm. but y'all are doing a lot mm-hmm. y'all are doing a you, lot yeah i don't i i will never understand people you say that they're nice and pleasant but you legit hate them and just say that you hate them well i don't understand people's need to like disprove other people's beliefs like just let people believe what they do right and you don't believe it you're like you're so close-minded that you don't believe it well and like i've mentioned before people's beliefs are very much based off of their life experience so to say to tell someone something they believe is not true is so rude because it's telling them that their life experience means nothing yeah like you can't i don't know i just feel like that's one of the rudest things you can do yeah um, so they're a cult museum. They're a cult yes, museum. Yes, yes, yes. In addition to the investigations, Lorraine ran the Warren's Occult Museum, which is now closed. Oh, is it? In the back of her house in Monroe, Connecticut, with the help of her son-in-law, Tony. Oh, there's her son-in-law. The museum display <laughs> displayed many claims, claimed haunted objects and artifacts from around the world. Many of the artifacts from the most famous investigations were... Um, the museum is currently owned by Judy Warren and Tony Sperna. Okay. So the... So... Her daughter and son-in-law. Gotcha. Own it. I wonder why it's closed, though. I don't know. They have a priest come in every day to bless it, don't they? I did not see that anywhere, do they? Oh, yeah. They did at one point, anyway. There's been many books Well, because there's that whole story of... With their museum, some guy came in with his girlfriend, who was a biker. You know this story? And he goes up to Annabelle, taps on the glass, and says, you can't do anything to me, you're just a doll. And, <laughs> and, uh, My heart just fell in my butthole. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> yeah, and on his way home, he crashed his bike and died. I, I'm not gonna say karma got you. Well, he And that it was deserved. Dumb. But why would you do that? Right? Like, I'm getting hot now just, like, having Literally, I'm, having burning, I'm burning up. My pits are sweating. <laughs> and my heart's in my butthole. I kid you not. It is... <laughs> I've never been so scared yeah. something that I didn't do a day in my life. But yeah, that might be one of the reasons they closed down the museum, though, is because people are just really dumb and it's affecting other people because they're dumb. Well, because you have to sign a waiver, too. You had to sign a waiver. Well, yeah, but, like, why are you going in there... Like, if you have to sign a waiver, clearly. Right. But a lot of people don't take this stuff seriously because you can't see it, right? 
And people who can't feel this stuff obviously aren't going to believe it because it's not part of their reality. You know what I mean? My thing is, like, why do you have to be so closed off to the idea of it, you know? Because they're afraid. Like, okay, be afraid. Okay, live in the fear and get past the fear. Go through the fear and see on the other end. That's not something people are good at doing. Do you want to know, honestly? (laughs) I was just going to say, I think Trump was our president because people are afraid to live in fear. Wait, say that again. I think Trump was our president because people are afraid to live in fear. You know what? (laughs) Sorry to get political, and sorry to any Trump supporters, but, uh... (laughs) You know, it kind of checks out. And people are so afraid that they're not even aware that that is why things are the way they are. I, I, wow, that just, like, I think as a society, we're very much afraid to, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) I think as a society, we're very much afraid to live in fear, and therefore, that's why a lot of this stuff gets discredited, or tries to get discredited, and why a lot of people won't accept it, and, you know what, I'm in this need for people, I don't know, maybe smoke a little weed, I don't know, chill out, (laughs) I don't know, it, smoke weed where it's It's... legal, smoke weed where it's legal, (laughs) legal here we in minnesota don't condone now. illegal activity i don't condone illegal activity but it's legal here in minnesota so like smoke some weed it's, i think it's legal in most of the country now not i said um, most of the country not all the country not what not ohio yeah that checks out <laughs> i don't think it's legal in florida either that also checks out it shouldn't be legal in florida just from an outsider's standpoint <laughs> <laughs> Let's, 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 there's already enough crazy stuff going on in Florida. I don't really... We're good. I actually really <laughs> want to see what it was. <laughs> I really... I really want to see what that would be like. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm foreseeing mayhem. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Valid. The fact that you can look up any date with Florida man... Oh, yeah. And get a story. And get a story. Just as crazy. There's also something though that said it's because Florida press has different rules than the you rest can literally of the freaking publish whatever the fuck you want down there. They don't care. You can publish what you want, and anyone anywhere can have access to it. Yeah, and that's not the same for every other state. So that's why we get all these crazy stories out of Florida. And I love it. Yeah, I love it. I really do. <laughs> I want to see Florida high. <laughs> Right. Make it happen, Florida, please. I want to see it. Well, it's been an hour and 18 minutes. I, well, Ed and Lorraine warm is a, a lot, lot. And you can go off topic a lot with them because oh, yes. they're just so. There's a lot. We can visit them next Halloween. And there's like, or they have so many the books. Because they, they did so much. Like, like, this is why I get a headache just thinking about it. Like, like, Ed, he's written so many books. Well, they, they both just, have. Like, casually... Ghost Hunters. True Stories from the World's Most Famous Demonologist, Ghost Tracks by Cheryl A. Wicks with Ed and Lorraine Warren, Graveyard, True Hauntings of, of, from a New, Old New England Cemetery, The Haunted, this true story of one family's nightmare, uh, Satan's Harvest, um, Werewolves, a true story of demonic possession, and they're featured in Deliver Us from Evil from the Files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, Amityville Horror, the Demonologist, The Extraordinary Career of Ed and Lorraine Warren, 
The Devil in Connecticut, uh, In a Dark Place, A True Story of a Haunting. It really is, like, an endless True haunting, like, and then the Warren Case Files. Like, I, it's, like... Yeah, no, it's an endless list. They've been in a haunting, paranormal state, scariest places on Earth, cameo on The Conjuring, like... Well, and also, too, you look at their, the, this museum is a, is attached to their house. They just casually lived with demons every single day. But because they had the Catholic faith, they were okay. I think they also had the or knowledge they were and the tools. And, I mean, I think it's a little bit of everything, to be honest. Probably. Because, <laughs> like, I just talk about demons and get a headache. Like, I can't imagine, like, I living that close to them a on a day-to-day basement. A day-to-day basement. What the heck? <laughs> day-to-day basis yeah day-to-day basis i i don't get headaches while talking about demons really yeah i don't i always do i don't know like i don't know i always do i don't get headaches when i talk about a lot of these things yeah i mainly just when i have my ghostly friend did not leave us by the way yeah Maybe they're preventing you from getting headaches. Maybe they're preventing from getting... Normally, whenever I do this, I get tired after they go away. Yeah, I can see that. So they're just like chilling here, which thank you for letting me get through this. Because normally <laughs> I'm like falling it. asleep because they drain so much energy of yeah. me. I'm like falling asleep. But like today, they decided to take one for the team and just sit and not take all my energy. And I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um... So yeah, Ed and Lorraine Warren. We'll probably revisit them. We're gonna have date. to. We're gonna have to oh, because. A lot. Well, tomorrow we're gonna be talking about exorcisms. They'll be involved. I was gonna say they'll they be involved. Easily pop back up. <laughs> they'll be involved, hundred percent. All right, cool. Sweet, well, that's Ed and Lorraine Warren, and that's probably our longest episode. Yeah. Well, so we'll far, see. it might get edited down. Yeah, there's a lot of. <laughs> A lot of hold for children talking. <laughs> yep. We got showed a f- dinosaur that they built. Yes. <laughs> They're never and they coming spilled back water. here with me. They spilled water. <laughs> one bored. One wanted yep. pizza at one point in time. Yep. Then yep. changed mind. Didn't want pizza. Yep. Well, yeah. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Coming up. What do we have, like... 10 more days? I have no idea. If this is day 7, this is 8. Day 8. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Five more days. There you go. Five more days. Until <laughs> Oh Hallow's Eve. Basketball. Basketball. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. What the hell? Basketball? <laughs>